This is the Nourishing Nutrition Podcast, and my name is Eleanor Dooley. I created this podcast to inspire, empower, and advocate for your best self. I combine current nutritional research with the practicalities of living your life, giving you real nutrition talk in bite-sized pieces. Please remember that I am a licensed dietitian nutritionist and certified nutrition specialist. I am not a medical doctor, and by listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you might be having. Hi, and welcome to the Nourishing Nutrition Podcast. I am your host, Eleanor Dooley. And for the next few months, every week, I'm going to be taking you inside the Hormone Happiness Project. I want you to get a sense of what you can learn if you decide to join our community. Each week, I will share with you the exact information provided within the program. I want you to experience the aha and light bulb moments that many women have already experienced and continue to absorb the information that their body is signaling to them. This week, we're going to be talking about inflammation. What does inflammation have to do with our bodies, with our hormones, with losing weight, and overall how we feel? Well, actually, it has a lot to do with it. But in order for us to uncover reasons we could be inflamed, we have to talk about what inflammation is and why it's doing that in our body. There's a famous quote that I found when I was doing my research for this module, and it is, you cannot be in a state of good health if you have chronic inflammation, which really rings true when we're talking about this state of our body. We're talking about if the brain is happy and keeping levels of homeostasis so that we have good metabolism, so that we have good energy and we have good sleep and we have good detox. In order for all of our functions to work optimally, we have to reduce the things that are getting in the way. And that would be inflammation. So Inflammation is actually a really good thing that our body does for us. It's a protection mechanism from things that are seemingly harmful to our body. And there are some times when inflammation is not that noticeable, and there's times when they're super noticeable. Our body gets inflamed for three reasons. The first one is injury the second infection, and the third is toxicity. So when we're talking about injury to the body, we all can identify with an injury where the body becomes inflamed in the area. So if you were to slip and fall and you landed on your wrist and the wrist got very painful, you weren't sure if it was broken, you weren't sure if it was sprained, but you could see swelling. You could see redness. You could see or feel hotness to the touch. You could see that your body is reacting to that injury by increasing blood flow to the area. Your brain has been alerted that there is some tissue damage and that it needs repair quickly. That is when we can see acute inflammation with bodily injury. So that's one way that our body protects us. It wants everything 
to be running well. It wants the cells to not be injured or damaged so that everything can work well. And when we're looking at inflammation, when we're talking about infection, a similar thing happens. If you have an infection, whether it's an acute infection, like it's a specific area of your body, let's say you got a cut on your hand and it got infected and you could see that the scab is discolored. You could see that maybe it's swollen. Um, Maybe you see pus. Your body is actively working to heal that tissue and to get it back to normal and get it back to homeostasis, get it back to being a healthy state. So those are the two types of inflammation that we can really see. The third type of inflammation that we can't always see is coming from toxicity. It's coming from things that are interrupting the natural processes in our body. Sometimes this comes from our food. Sometimes it comes from our environment, but it is things that shouldn't be there that are really irritating the cells of our body. So this is the part that can be somewhat obscure because we don't always see it right away. And this is the part that really gets under my skin because there are acceptable toxic levels in our food and in the products that we use. And so we're going to dive into some of the actions that we take that could possibly keep us in a state of chronic inflammation. The lifestyle factors that affect chronic inflammation are nutrition, hormone disruption, exercise, and stress. So you might be kind of scratching your head wondering, how do these topics keep us inflamed? And I kind of want to dive into your day-to-day lifestyle to get you thinking of things that could keep you inflamed which is keeping you from the healthy lifestyle and the healthy hormone balance that you so desire. So what about our nutrition? Well, firstly, we can cause stress on the body, which causes inflammation from under eating. If we are in calorie deficits a lot, if we've tried fasting or other means of reducing caloric intake in our body in attempts to lose weight, that can cause a big stress on the body and lead to inflammation. Similarly, if we're overeating the calories, mostly we would overeat foods that are not nutritious because it's pretty much impossible to overeat foods that are nutrient dense. Think of it this way. If I were to offer you a banana, and you eat the banana, and you're good to go, and I offered you another banana, probably 100% of the time you would say, no, thank you, I don't want a second banana. I'm full, I'm um, I'm satiated from the, the flavor of the banana, the texture of the banana, like it in its form is enough. Think of this with any other whole food, a potato, an apple, a piece of chicken. Sure, we can go for seconds, Um, You know, if we're talking about portion size, but the nutrients in the food, our body can tell us when enough nutrients have been achieved. Now, if you compare this to a thing like junk food, candy, potato chips, cookies, there's not any nutrient qualities of those foods. So therefore our brain doesn't know when to say we're full because we never really get full. We never really get the nutrient density 
from junk food. This is why we can overeat calories that are not nutritious and why we, it's almost impossible to overeat nutrient-dense calories. Another way nutrition can be can cause inflammation is if we are trying to cut out certain macronutrients or overeat certain macronutrients, you know, thinking of these diets where we cut out carbs or we increase fats or we decrease fats and we decrease protein, like all of the different combinations have been out in some way, shape or form in a fad diet over the last 20, 30 years. You can find them if you Google them. The problem with eating inappropriate imbalanced nutrition is our bodies will be lacking in one area and therefore having to overcompensate. When our body has to overcompensate to create homeostasis, it can never quite get the perfect balance because the nutrients aren't available. The resources are just not there. And so that causes a burden on our bodies and all of the processes that it's trying to do, hormone balance, metabolism, sleep, detox, when the nutrients aren't available for these things because of inappropriate dieting, this can cause stress and inflammation in the body. So we can fix this by ensuring that we're eating balanced foods, by ensuring that we're getting the carbs, the fats, and the proteins at each meal, and that we are eating an appropriate amount. This amount is different for each person. And we talked about this in the previous episode. Each person has a different amount of food that is appropriate for them. So when you're trying to figure that number out by putting it in an app and spitting out a number, 1200 calories comes to mind, keep in mind that those numbers are not accurate because they don't know your body. They don't know your health history. They don't know your ability to use nutrients and digest them. And so you have to work with a professional who can look at all of those factors and get you the portions that are appropriate for your body. Because our society has completely messed these up for us. It has caused us to question ourselves, to question things that we thought we knew to be true and replace them with rules that may or may not even apply to our lives. So that's the piece on nutrition causing inflammation. We're going to move to hormone disruptors because this is the bulk of this module. This is really what I want you to think about because toxins that are contained in our food, in our cosmetics, in our water, in our cleaning supplies, we are surrounded by toxins that influence the way our hormones are made. It disrupts the natural flow of making hormones, of using hormones, and of getting rid of them. And when those structures are influenced by toxins or things that are poisonous to the body, it creates a big mess inside our body because the communication between our brain and our adrenals and our ovaries and our uterus and the other places that hormones are made, if those communication signals get jammed or confused, that's when hormones start getting imbalanced. Things get made when they're not supposed to be there or things are lacking 
where they're where they are needed. And so if we are able to remove some of this toxic burden that we put on our liver, it's going to help with all of the processes in our body, including immunity and including our hormone health. So how can you do this in your everyday life? Well, I want you to look around and think about the chemicals that you come in contact with every single minute of every single day. So the clothes that are sitting on your body right now, those have chemicals from laundry detergents, the toothpaste that you used this morning, the hairspray that you put on, the makeup that you have, the hand cream, the air freshener, that pumpkin spice candle, all of these fragrances and toxic chemicals are coming into contact with our body, whether we're eating them, whether they're absorbed through our skin, whether they are breathed into our body. But everything we come in contact with, we have to pay for. Our liver has to detox it. And if there's too much going on with the toxic load, things get backed up and toxins remain in the body. When toxins remain in the body, we don't feel well. We get sick and our body is desperately fighting to get back to that homeostasis. So what we can do is take a look at these cosmetics. And um, there's a app you can download called the ewg.org environmental working group. It's a independent nonprofit that can help you determine if the item that you want to use is toxic or not. You can use it in the aisles of Target. You can pick up the hand cream. You can snap the UPC into the app and it will give you a rating. This is very valuable because the days of just reading the labels is very confusing. Even for somebody like me who has done research on each of these ingredients, it's very confusing on purpose. They change the names of the chemicals to make them sound healthy. And when they do that, it becomes very confusing because we don't know if the chemicals are good or bad. And the EWG will work that out for you. Some other ways is to drink clean filtered water. Don't always rely on your refrigerator filter Get a testing kit. You can get one off of Amazon and test the quality of the water because the county that quote unquote cleans our water, they test it at the site. They don't test it coming out of your tap. And I can guarantee you from the testing site to your home tap is probably miles and miles and miles of piping that has been there for numbers of years. So there can be toxins in the piping. There can be growths in the piping that's coming out of the water that you're bathing in, that you're drinking, and that you're using around your house. So think of ways that you are being exposed to toxic chemicals. Do you have plug-in air fresheners? Do you have candles and hand creams with all of these synthetic fragrances? Around the seasons, people get very excited but what we're doing is introducing more toxins into our body. So take a look at things that might be keeping you inflamed that you're not really paying that much attention to right now. Think of all the things that touch your body throughout the day. The next thing that we're going to talk about with inflammation is exercise. And this might surprise you, but exercise is actually inflammatory to the body because 
if you think about it, we're using muscles. And if we are pushing them to the point of bigger muscles or to, to lean out, we're breaking down cells. We're breaking down fat cells. We're breaking down muscle so that it can regrow and come back leaner and stronger. So it's not that it's necessarily a bad thing, but when we push and push and don't listen to our body, this is when this inflammation creates injury in the body. Even if it's not injury like you would think a broken leg or a twisted knee, it's injury to the cells and the muscle. And when we don't pay attention to what our body needs as far as repair and restore, and we push through anyway, this actually creates a bigger burden for our body. And it doesn't help us get closer to homeostasis, but it pushes us farther away. So this can cause inflammation in the body when we don't listen to the cues of our body telling us to rest. The next topic I'm just briefly going to touch because we're going to get into so much more detail about stress in the body and how it changes the cellular structure of our body and the ways that our bodies adapt to cortisol. Cortisol is a hormone that our body makes to help us deal with stress and to deal with the things throughout our day. Cortisol is a great thing. If we have it in regulation, we have it high when we need it high and we have it low when we need it low. The issues become when those levels are out of whack at the wrong times. And this can cause immense amounts of inflammation in the body because cortisol can be destructive if it's being made at the wrong time in the wrong amounts. So when we think about stressors in our life, we're really going to dive into what is manipulating the way that our body is trying to achieve homeostasis. Is it poor nutrients in our diet? Is it poor sleep habits? Is it chronic anxiety or worry? Do you often think of past traumas or PTSD is another really big one that I also suffer from and am having to work really hard on resetting my cortisol patterns. But we're going to get into that in the next few modules. So think about what is inflaming you in your body today and the things that are influencing that. If you are interested in learning more about me, my practice, and my programs, you can follow me on Instagram at your.hormone.nutritionist. You can follow my Facebook group, Happy Hormones and Tamed Inflammation, or visit my website at nourishingnutrition.net. Check out my free resources by subscribing to my newsletter and following this podcast. See you next week for a brand new episode.